Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Mickey broke the record at Camp Benny's on oysters. About however many you can eat. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 40 years, and along with winning numerous national and local tournaments, Captain Mickey was recently inducted into the Saltwater Legends Hall of Fame. Now, the reason I broke the record is I don't think I had enough money in my pocket to pay for all of them. Because if you break the record, everybody with you eats free. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning, and welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning. All right, it's 5.02 here in the Bayou City. Let's go up to uh, Lake Houston, and let's check in with Mr. John Littleton this morning. John, good morning. How are you, bud? Hey, good morning, Captain. I'm pretty good, and yourself? I couldn't be better. Thanks for asking. It's all good, my friend. Yeah, it is. We're... Alive and kicking and talking on the radio about fishing and hunting and weather and, man, that, that's, you know, not Don't much, get much better, better than unless that, you're out there. Not unless you're out there doing it. <laughs> so, True. You know, and we're, we're trying to get out there. Mickey, it's just, just that gun four-letter word called work. You know, yeah, work is, and is killing me. <laughs> are you going to get to deer hunt this weekend? Yeah, I came home last night. I, you know, we just been real busy, and I came home last night, and I'm gonna head up all either this afternoon or real early in the morning. And uh, we hunted last weekend. My granddaughter and I, we saw some deer. We just didn't see anything. We didn't see the right ones. Put it that yeah. way. So uh, she's uh, I, she's on course to. She wants horns this year. So, you know, right. we, yeah, so we, we got a couple potentials, so we just didn't see them. Unfortunately, she's not going to be able to go this weekend. She uh, came down with every that little crud like everybody else has, you know. She's been coughing and I know sneezing. It. It's crazy. And, yeah, and uh, so Grandma's not going to let me take her out this weekend. She's going to have to stay at home. So, you know, well, that's we'll, not uh, any good. I know, I know, but you know, I, I promised her I'm not going to shoot. I, I've got a call <laughs> book that's got one horn on one side and three on the other. And I'm not a, I'm not a horn guy anyhow. So, you know, I, I'm a meat hunter, so that'll put some meat on the table. So, 
that deer comes out, I'll shoot it, you know, so, but, um, but no, it's, it's, you know, it's definitely feels right this week to be out there. Um, last weekend I sat in the deer stand with her with short pants and a t-shirt on. So, you know, this weekend, a little bit different, you know, I've got 47 degrees at my house up here. But, uh, you know, it, it'll be a little bit, little bit cooler out there this weekend. It definitely got them deer moving around. I know that. Yes. That little cool spell. Well, and depending on what part of the state you're in, you know, the rut's, rut's going. So that's always good. Yeah. 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 It, it's getting that time. I mean, even driving down the roads, you know, you, I talk to my buddies and stuff, and they go, man, you know, they see them chasing stuff, you know. So, yep, yep. Fishing's been pretty good, Mickey. I mean, the guys that I know that have been out there, you know, are catching a few. They had that big high school tournament last weekend. You know, there. I didn't really get a count on how many boats was there, but... You know, I scrolled through and talked to some guys that fished, and it was tough for those kids. You know, it would have I'll been bet. tough for me or or us, you know, seasoned veterans or whatever you want to call us, you know. <laughs> but uh, but 1140-something, one, five fish, so, yeah. you know, which wasn't bad. Then uh, they had uh, a lot of one fish two fish deals you know mm-hmm. but uh there was a lot of zeros also and and i even know a couple of my buddies that fish out there you know all the time they they were out there with their uh sons and daughters and you know fishing and heck they zero you know and they're, they're a really good fishermen you know i know those kids are too so it was a little tough it happens but, yeah, yeah, it it does. Just when you think you got them figured out, guess what? They have tails and they Wrong. swim off. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, the lake's back up. You know, they had dropped it to do some checking down there at the dam. And um, I did check the lake report, and uh, it said 100%. It's back full. They got that spillway back, what I call spillway, that drain coming off the Trinity. It's back up and flowing mm-hmm. really good. Uh, you know, so we'll get back to normal here. I, I'll tell you, it ought to really, this cold front ought to really kick those white bass off, you know, and start biting again real good. Um, man, you can get up that East Fork, get way up there. Um and you know this time of year it gets and get this cooler water. Um, I didn't check the water temp, but I I would say it's probably at least in the mid 60s. Uh, you know I don't know how cold y'all's is down there, but it's usually about the same or pretty close. Yeah, it's pretty close. You know, we we had here. about a twenty, on average about a twenty degree drop. Right, right. Well, it that triggers those white bass to start moving up, you know, up those creeks. 
But uh, when that happens, man, it that's some good fishing. You get up there and and you'll catch some black bass. You'll catch some catfish. You know, you'll catch a little bit of everything. You know, and whenever they move up like that. But uh, you get a little small rattle trap or a little small crankbait and, you know, just chunk and wine. You Make sure you bring plenty, though, if you're going up there because you will get hung up. There's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff down there to get hung up on. But uh, you can catch you a good, good little mess of fish, keep you a few to eat, and throw the rest back, you know, we'll, we'll all be good. But I, I might try to venture out. I'm on vacation all next week. So are you, I might try to venture out. Well, I say I am, you know, but it's kind of hard to leave that laptop and cell phone. You know, they find me everywhere I go. So, you know, it's, <laughs> you know, it's like, what do you, y'all have a tracker on me or what? But, <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll find me. But I'm going to try to get out and do a little fishing, make a trip or two to Fayette maybe, and, you know, try to catch us a a good bass or two, you know, up there. That's just always fun. We're about 20 miles, I guess, away from Fayette where we're hunting at. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'll drag the boat up there and hopefully we kill something and then, you know, we can go out there and catch some catch some bass. And, uh, heck, I might even keep three or four under, under 16 and play them up and eat them, you know. So have a little shore lunch, a little fish fry. Sure. That'll be pretty good. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing Hadn't had tall. some in a while, you know. I mean, I've been eating on my catfish and white bass from, you know, earlier this year. So. Right. Nothing wrong with a few black bass, you know. They no, fried bass is good. Fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want they want you to keep keep some. You know, you people don't realize that, Mickey. I mean, you know, you got to keep some of these fish every once in a while and eat them, take them out, because you know, especially in you know some of these smaller lakes, because they just get overpopulated. Well, they get overpopulated, and they just turn into a runt pond. Everything's right, cloned. Right. And that's all you catch. That's all you catch. Yep. That's right. Yep. Yep, but you got to do that. To, and it's just like with deer hunting, you know, you, you got to call out, you know, some of these older deer and like that weird little cull buck, you know, that we're seeing on camera. And, you know, uh, you got to get and some cull of that bucks stuff need out to go. Get them out of the yeah. gene pool, man. Yeah, yeah, because they we we've had that gene pool in there for a while now, you know, and it just see, seems to be it. You know, you can tell after you hunt an area for a certain amount of years, you know, what you got and what right. you know what's breeding what, and you know it it'll if if you really pay attention to it, you know, some people don't; they just go out there and go hunt. You know, and, and, uh, you know, but if you really pay attention to your herd and, you know, it's low fence, you know, but still you got the same gene pool in that area, you know, right. Uh, but, uh, it's all good. Like I said, I don't, 
I don't. I, yeah, I'll shoot a big buck if I see it, but you know, I'm mainly concentrating let letting the granddaughter, you know, shoot a big one this year. So, right. You're looking you for know, sausage we, dogs. <laughs> I, I'm looking for for. Yeah, I'm looking for, as Mr. Ted Nugent would say, some backstrap. <laughs> Voluptuous backstrap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd love to know how many deer that guy actually kills in a year. You know, I mean. <laughs> a lot. When you can hunt all a over, lot. you know. Yeah. You got several tags yeah, on each got, license. Got about 25 tags, yeah. You can yeah. do that. But He likes you know, to. Well, he likes to launch the uh, majestic arrow into the uh, mighty pump station. Yeah, I, I know. He's a hoot. I know. He is. He's hilarious. <laughs> I, you know, he makes a lot of sense sometimes, you know, but he, he's a just a good all-around guy, you know. But uh, I just got a text from a listener. He must have not heard you at the beginning of our conversation that uh, winning high school stringer was, what, 11-something? Eleven forty four, I think it was. Eleven forty four. Yeah. Then there was an eleven fourteen was second. But they only had four fish. That was eleven uh fourteen. So, you know, right. one more swimmer for them, you know, they they would have won. So, you know sure. that's how it is though. I mean, you know, you get that you know, you, you get a little bit of kicker fish, you know, in there somewhere. and Or if you just – a lot of times, Mickey, and I know it is with you guys, you get your five three-pounders or five two-and-a-half, two-and-three-quarter pounders, you know, you're you're pushing that 14, 15-pound mark. You, you're going to win or you're going to at least get a check, you know. Sure. So those kids get, you know, good scholarship money out of that. Uh, you know, so that's – you know, you can do, you know, you don't think this day and time, you know, but, you know, all that little stuff adds up, and it's, it's good. And besides, it's good for the kids. And like I've always said, you know, not not all of our kids are all baseball, football, basketball players, you know, to get those scholarships. you got a, you got a real good opportunity there with those fishing teams you know, to get out exactly. there and get you some scholarship money. And that money to travel with yes. you when you graduate, you know, uh, you know, you get that. And they'll send it to whatever college you go to. So, you know, it, heck, every little dollar helps out. Yeah. You know, so. All right, John. Well, I got to roll, sure buddy. Does. All right, well, man. Time's, time's up. Throw them out a number, quick. bud. Sure. They can call me on my cell, 281 222-8544. Just give me a call or shoot me a text. You got it. All, All right, right John. We'll talk to you Have a good week. weekend. See you, man. All right. Well, you know, Texan Roofing, they're the people I trust. Texan Roofing covers Houston and surrounding areas, and Texan Roofing has free estimates on any roof leak repair or replacement. And Texan Roofing has the Better Business Bureau A-plus rating with no complaints ever, and they're certified to give the best leak-free warranties in the business. And Texan Roofing has found the majority of jobs they do, they offer the lower price and beat the competition's quality and warranty. 
Along with our honest roof inspections and A-plus management, these are reasons to call Texan Roofing. And when you do call Texan Roofing, tell them you heard about it right here on the Outdoor Show. And Tim and all his crew, they'll work with you directly, and they actually uh, they'll talk a little hunting and fishing with you. They're outdoorsmen like we are. So call Texan Roofing at 281-391-9600. That's 281-391-9600 or texanroofing.com. And please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Well, I left Kentucky back in 49 and went to Detroit working on assembly line. The first year they had Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 520 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's run down to Texas City and check in with our good friend, Mr. Dave Fremont, see what's up with him. Boyd's One Stop and the Texas City Dyke. Morning, Dave. Good morning, Captain Mickey. How are you, buddy? Oh, I'm doing just fine. Um, I almost feel kind of bad because I don't have a real bad cough or, and my nose ain't running real bad this morning. Well, we, we, we've had some some hawking going on this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, normally I'm right in the middle of it. This, uh, this weather, uh, like J- Jake was on, I was talking to him on the phone here just before I connected up right. with you. He, he was saying that this, this accordion weather changes his, uh, <laughs> his health. You know, it drives him crazy one way or another. It gets hot, it gets cold. And, and what, what's added to the mix is that, uh, it's hay fever season, you know, so allergies are running all over the place. And so you, you, you couple that with, with your normal sniffles and coughs and stuff. And it just, Normally I'm 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 a, a mess, but I started taking that uh, well the brand name of it Singular, but it, but I buy the cheaper uh, stuff that's available by prescription yeah, called yeah. yes Mont- it's called Montelicast or something like that. It sounds like a <laughs> a, a broadcast station or something, but it's right. uh, it, it it works for me. I, I I pretty much eat one every day and. And it's kind of kept me between the ditches because now the other day, one of my eyeballs, uh, uh, turned beet red. It looked like I'd been playing dodgeball in elementary school. And one of them big bullies hit me upside the head with one of them rubber balls, you know, but <laughs> oh, I was just swollen. And, but in about an hour or so later, it looked like nothing ever happened, but, that, but that's the casualties of this, this weather here, man. I'll, I'll take it because <clears throat> here we go. Something in my throat. There uh, you go. It's a throaty day. The, uh, I spoke too. I spoke too soon. Got a big old sticker bird down there now. But the uh, the weather this morning is just just beautiful, Mickey, out here on on Galveston Bay. It's uh, yeah, it is. it's funny. It's funny. It's sixty one degrees, and I'm parked right on a by one of the boat ramps, the closest one on the on the dike as soon as you come over and and so i'm right next to the water so i'm picking up some more but it was 50 degrees when i left uh, league city and then it, it picked up about three or four degrees when i got into texas city but right along the water here we're still picking up some warmth but as you mentioned earlier and the t- uh, water temperature has dropped quite a bit from that front yes and uh, and with that, things are changing. Though we had those uh, those horse shrimp, those big old giant shrimp, a week ago, and now they're just what I'd call perfect size. Yesterday, a batch that we had 
there at Boyd's uh, were actually on the smaller side, and I noticed some brown shrimp mixed in with those. So the the bay's making another transition. Nothing stays the same, but uh, just beautiful conditions this morning. Very light winds, uh, just a variable uh, breeze just enough to where you you can't see a, a, a glassy condition on the bay water, but it's not far from it. Just just nice. Yesterday morning, couldn't say that when I rode a rode over to the store about nine. That east uh, northeast wind was just a whipping, and it had this bay looking like chocolate and milk, Mickey. Oh, I bet it did, man. With that that front, that had some gust in it, buddy. It it stirred things up. It was nice. It was so nice to uh, go out there when it finally made its way through and, and feel that, that change in the temperature. Uh, you were talking earlier that it's not going to last long. It looks like we're going to get back up into the 80s again, but it'll be short-lived. We'll have these old fronts coming down early and often, at least I hope so, and uh, and just kind of keep it cool. You, you mentioned about uh, uh, opening rifle season deer season this weekend right lots of people on the highway and then you got to add a whole bunch of motorcycles to it because it's motorcycle weekend in galveston this uh bike rally that's what i'm hearing unless somebody told me a story i think it is so uh you're going to have a uh all those deer hunters piled up on the road and they're heading out. You got all these motorcycles heading in. I say motorcycle kind of on purpose because my kids started riding me about that when they got old enough. They say, Daddy, it ain't motorcycle. It's motorcycle. Yeah. And I said, well, I said, okay, kids, we'll make sure that b- before the evening's over, y'all get your bicycles in the garage where they belong. <laughs> <laughs> we Scooters. always call them motorcycles. Yeah, we Fire call them motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh yeah, it's nice. It's uh as far as fishing goes, it's last this time of year here on the dike it's a little bit slow unless you like wrestling those bull reds and as I made my trek out this morning to the end of the dike and back, uh there was a gentleman out there uh hooked up with a bull red and he had it uh he had it in and on the rocks and trying to disengage the hook and get that fish back out in the water where it belongs and so there's still uh and there will be plenty of bull reds being caught i went on around the bend and went to the backside there on the uh what i call the the northeast corner of the dike and there's some folks still still back in that corner i think catching some croaker and uh i think the water is just just right for that right now i imagine they caught some Caught some croaker overnight in that back corner. A few sheephead, uh, but that's about it. But, boy, you really got me fired up a while ago talking about uh, Paul Brown's corky. Yeah. That's a that's a lure. You know, it's, it's, isn't it neat to be to be living in and uh, being able to experience a, a big change like that lure created? It wasn't an overnight thing because it was really slow, I think, uh, catching on. But once the big trout started catching on to it, people found out in a in a in a, in a hurry that that was a, a remarkable lure. But I can remember the the first day I saw that lure. A friend of mine uh, named Bill. He's a uh, one of the best weight fishermen that I've ever met in this area, and he introduced that corky to me, and he said. 
David, you're gonna you're gonna love to hate this lure. You are gonna be amazed at how terrible this thing tracks and and what it does when you pull on it. And he said, but buddy, I know you got the patience. He said, so stay with it and you will catch some fish. And he didn't lie. That's what's unique uh, about it. It's totally different <clears throat> from any other bait you throw. Yeah, and you know it was just a. Uh, so innovative that he made it to where you could actually bend and shape it to uh, to make the changes and whatever water yeah, it's condition. It's got that good condition. wire inside of it, and uh, the way the hooks are attached to it with a with the eyelet through the nose and everything, and then a tail hook eyelet for the back hook, and you can actually bend that bait and do different things with it, and and make it. Uh, you can imitate a, an injured bait fish so easily with that bait, and. You know these bigger trout, man. They don't. They don't want to work extra hard for a meal like these little pencils and stuff do. Snap at everything it moves, and they they kind of hang in the back back scene and uh, pick up the pieces. So I'll let all these little guys go out there and hammer them in the head and get them injured and flouncing around, and I'll just slide in there and just suck one in, and they do. And big trout are just boy, they're unique, and they will. They will annihilate that corky. They will take that dude and they will suck it down to their belly button. I mean, they just—it's just amazing. And I—I I think too. You—you you mentioned it. I think a few weeks ago, whenever it was about uh, catching hardheads on the doggone thing. I think well, it I don't know what the—I don't know what it is about the hardhead and the attraction to the corky. But if there's a hardhead in the area, he's gonna jump on that corky, man. And I've—I've I've caught puppy drum on them and I, I i i don't recall if i caught a a sheephead on with one but they're just they're just uh i think what happens is those those little old uh corkies will draw some bait fish over to them and then the big trout see that and then next thing you know they're maybe so they're ho- they're hogging that corky i don't know i don't i don't get paid to think but i know i know big a, flounder will, will definitely inhale them They'll oh yeah them you, you're exactly right. I'm sitting right here at this boat ramp, and this is where a buddy of mine would would try by mosquito, and and we'd wait off right out there in the in the mornings. And uh, I think it was in like March or April. We're catching flounder on that corky, hoping we could get one of them big old trout to hit it, and uh, we'd catch uh, more flounder than we would uh, anything else. So it's a remarkable lure. Like, and there's a whole lot of them on different ones on the market that are you know it depending on what the water conditions are and what time sure. of year the cloud, cloud cover and all that but but just uh just a, an awesome lure but you got to bring an important ingredient in your tackle box when you come with it and that's patience you have to have the patience to fish that lure and uh well that goes with pretty much fishing uh i know guys out here that'll come out here and, and and including myself that'll fish seven, eight, nine times and never get a bump. And that's just part of the deal. But when you do make the right connection and you keep grinding, especially with a corky, I've got some uh, fond memories with the with the old corky lure. Just the original. That one that's uh, kind of what mm-hmm. kind of a green color with a little pink spot or a little pink bit of paint on the side of it and just a just an all around unique lure. I, I just I I I feel fortunate to know, uh, have known uh, Paul Brown, and and he is he's one smart cookie when it comes to lure building. Well, he took his time with it and kept testing it and all that, and it uh, boy, once he got the balance and the weight and the hook sizes, everything right on it, 
What a bait, man. What a bait. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. One one real nice fella to boot and uh he deserves every bit don't of come any better. Re, you got it. No he deserves every bit of rest and relaxation he gets and what does he do to relax? He still goes fishes. out there and fishes up. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> no better way to do it. Uh, <laughs> well Mickey on the on the Boyd front and uh, I'm glad to report on Boyd's is uh everything's systems are go. We've got plenty of live shrimp and, and finger mullet. Uh, the, the flounder moratorium is in full effect, but some folks still like to go out there and, and catch a couple and take a picture and release them back. Uh, but uh, we've got plenty of dead bait and all the goodies like that. And then uh, the grill's, grill's going to be cooking up some good stuff. Uh, we might even have a pot of gumbo in the forecast this week coming up uh, there at the grill. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's time. And, uh, and then the... Uh, Table shrimp uh, over on the on the Boyd side is nine uh, twelves are still uh, easy pickings, and uh, I think they have some sixteen uh, twenty tails, and they, so they have you all fixed up on on anything shrimp related. And uh, a good buddy of mine that I have fished with out here for many years was walking in the store a while ago, and he was going in there to pick him up some uh, live crab to go out there and wrestle one of them bull reds. So. I think they got got everybody uh, fixed up if they want to got stop by and covered, pick up yeah. something. Yeah. Stop in. Make yourself at home. <laughs> yeah. All right, buddy. Good. Well, you covered it all. That's good good and thorough, my friend. Like a laxative, they say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody wants to uh, come down to boards, give them some info how they can call or how they can get there, man. Man, just uh, if you want to come on down to the Texas City Dyke, we're easy to find. Just if you're coming in from Houston, man, be careful on the daggone highway. I don't even run 45, Mickey. I run Highway 3 from Lake City to Texas City. Can't I just stay me. off that that death trap uh, between uh, Lake City and uh, even through Lamarck is just, and in fact, they even had the exit closed for two mornings. I think it'll it'll be open by now, or will be shortly. They've done some kind of road repairs or rerouting stuff, but it's just uh, as with the construction, there's there's accidents and just with yeah. this motorcycle rally, motorcycle cycle rally coming up, and the deer traffic, uh, deer hunter traffic. Uh, Please be careful. But anyway, you come down 45 if if you bring a Bible and pray all the way, or you can come on down <laughs> Highway 3 or, one four, or 146. And we're 227, <laughs> we're 227 Dyke Road, uh, and we're right there on the right as you come on uh, on Dyke Road, and we'll be looking for you. And everybody have a good weekend. Be safe. And Mickey, a pleasure. All right, Dave. Same here. Likewise. Talk to you next week. Be careful, buddy. Thank you, sir. Thank you. See you. All right. That's Mr. Dave Fremont down at Boyd's One Stop. <clears throat> well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about the Belleville Meat Market with the rifle season opening this weekend. No better place to have your wild game processing needs done than the Belleville Meat Market. They're the best I've found ever. 
And this week they're double featuring their green onion pecan smoked sausage, double black pepper pecan smoked sausage. You can try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available. And they have their full menu of pecan smoked barbecue that's served Monday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And they're now taking orders for their country smoked turkeys. Holiday season's right around the corner. And don't miss out. Uh, these turkeys are really good. I order them every year. Nothing like them. And custom processing on pigs and calves, they do that all year long. You can order a half calf or a hind quarter. You can have it processed any way you like. And their wild game processing, don't forget when you have some of your deer processed, try their Vinny dogs and hog dogs, homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs. They're open Monday through Saturday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sundays 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., Celebrating over 42 years serving the greater Houston community, that's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. On this Friday morning, it is 5:40 here in Bayou City. All right, looking at uh, looking at weather. Uh, Galveston Channel is showing a two mile per hour wind, but Eagle Point showing that east northeast kicked up a little bit since the last time I looked at it. It's nine to eleven now, which isn't too bad. Morgan's Point is northeast at six to seven, so not too awfully bad. Water temperatures are just hovering right around that 60-degree mark. For whatever reason, in Galveston Channel, it's a lot warmer, 69.3. It just shows you that deep water takes it longer to cool down. And uh, I think that's why those flounder-like staging there, when that water gets cold in the bays and they dump, well, that, uh, it's a good staging area before they exit. Uh, can't stand talking about flounder, how good it should be, and can't keep any right now. What a nightmare. All right, let's go to Captain Steve Hillman, speaking of nightmares, and see what he's up to this morning. Captain Steve Hillman, and he just dropped. He must be in his kitchen this morning if his phone's messing up. But, uh, try him back. But, no, it's... uh. It's just a shame that uh, this front came so late, you know, before it really kicked off a, a super cool flounder run. I know a lot of folks, will they'll still fish for them and catch them, but it's got to release them. All right, Hillman, you are back. You in the kitchen or what? No. You there? Yeah. Okay. God, every time I try to answer, it drops. I don't know. I guess it's on my end. Probably is, I would guess. We're we're hardline city up here, buddy. Yeah, I haven't had many problems, but anyway, sorry about that. That's all right. We got you. How you doing this morning? I couldn't be better. Thanks for caring. <laughs> and you? <laughs> oh, hanging in there, hanging in there. Running a little late this morning. Are you? Um, yeah, one more day, then get the day off. What, did you have a late night or something? Or no, not at all, not at all. Just fishing Nothing. hard and getting yeah, tired. Yeah, I kind of messed. I messed my back up a couple of weeks ago, and oh boy, I didn't sleep real good last night. But it's coming and going. It's hell to get old. You uh, just wait. Oh yeah, but now fishing's been uh, 
<laughs> I guess. I've only fished a couple times this week, but uh, it's been okay. Catching some fish, nothing big. Did pretty good yesterday. Yesterday I had David Carroll and Mike Silva, and, and uh, you know, I mean, it's it's November. A good cold front came through, and fishing's what it's you know it's what it's supposed to be. I wish that you know we're catching a lot of fish. Just wish the size was a little better, but but uh, almost everything we're catching is like fifteen and a half to seventeen inches. I think yesterday morning we caught on a. 52 trout and a couple of undersized reds and we had at all that i think we had like 40 keepers and biggest one was 19 inches and everything else was in the 16 16 and a half inch range and i think we had a couple mm. other ones might have been 18 but a lot of fish but they're not everywhere you know some people might say they're everywhere but they're not i mean you you, you still gotta you gotta know where they're at and they're, they weren't showing themselves at all yesterday just right. pull up and and uh, fishing ledges and stuff, and, and uh, like like I said that last week, we're catching a lot of fish that are they're not deep at all, but they're close to somewhat deeper water, and um, you know scattered clusters of shell, oyster mm-hmm. live live uh, just towheads and stuff, and uh, everything on tails, nothing on top. We didn't try top yesterday with that high pressure and everything, but but uh, only time we've caught anything on top water was I guess last week. And one day in Matagorda, one of my guys caught some on top. Everything else has been on tails. Right. And um, pretty much. Where have you been fishing this week? You, you're fishing Galveston area this week? Just just Galveston, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I got you. next week. Yeah, next week I've got, uh, I think, about half my trips from Matagorda next week. And I got you. I think from next week through about, I don't know, mid-March, I'll be in Matagorda probably about a third of the time so mm-hmm. which is pretty normal for me and then i'll if it gets you know whatever's better on some of these trips people are flexible you know i'll just they kind of just go with my lead wherever whatever's best fishing so but but typically man uh even since the freeze you know february 2021 um our better fish overall have come from down there you know a better right. quality trout I mean, numbers here is, is not usually a problem, but but down there, it's like the other day, you know, I caught that 25-incher down there. It's not a big fish by any stretch, but it's a solid fish. But we just we don't see a lot of fish like that here. We seem to have just like one or two age classes here, and we all we've all beat this this horse to death. We know that, but but uh, it's just crazy to me. It's just it's nuts to me how down there with all the adversity they've been faced with. And, yeah. When um, they were supposed to be hit harder than anywhere on the coast. Yeah. Parks and wildlife estimated 46, that they lost 46% of their trout during the freeze. And, right. then, and then a lot, what a lot of people don't talk about too, is they, they had, they had a red tide this year, you know, uh, right. And, and lost some fish. Now, a lot of, a lot of fish they lost were shad and flounder and stuff. They lost some trout too, but, but, um, it's just crazy how the quality of fishing, the further south you go, it, it just uh, it seems like, you know, we, we don't have a problem with numbers necessarily here, but it's just a size deal. It's an age class deal. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and, you know, a lot of people say, well, we've got a bunch of little ones next year. It'd be great. And well, that's how long we've been true. saying we that. True, we say that every year. Six years. 
Well, we, we said every year, and it, it's you know the floods from the floods from Harvey were uh, that was late August um, 2017. So that's been over six years, right? You know, six years, and we're still saying that. So that's I don't almost know, almost a whole si- life cycle of a trout. You know, just a few yeah, years I mean, off of it. That's it, full life cycle. You know, it was eight yeah. to ten years, but. Um, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not trying to go on a rant or complain or anything. It's just you know, fishing's fine. You know, if you like numbers and lots of bites. No, you got to uh, call it like you see it, man. I mean, that's that's what we're here for. We're not here to sugarcoat anything. We're to tell the truth. Let our listeners yeah. know what's what's up. It's the way right. we do it. But I mean, we're having fun. You know, we're catching a lot of fish. It's it's good times. I mean, we waited Sunday. I weighed fish. Me and uh, Richard Harmeyer. We he usually goes by himself. We don't keep anything. And, Right. And we did something completely off the wall and, um, well, off the wall compared to what I have been doing, I've, where we, the areas we went, I've been a million times through the years right. and, uh, we didn't do real well Sunday. Um, it was, it was hot water temperatures hovering around 80, 80 degrees. I think it ranged from like 78 to 81. Mm-hmm. And, um, matter of fact, he wet weighted, I didn't, but I could have, but we caught, we caught 13 or 14 trout. We only had six legal fish uh, up to about 18, 19 inches. And like I said, we turned everything loose. And, and uh, I tried top water, didn't catch anything on top. Caught, we caught everything on tails. Pretty much everything on right now, and for whatever reason, that slamming chicken has been the best color, little paddle tail. Right. Uh, That's always on rat good when it's in early fall like this. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm sure you could throw something else you had confidence in and, Sure. Do, do good with it but uh but richard and then we caught some little little flounder and little red that day too but richard he lost a giant flounder sunday we were uh we were waiting one of the bio drains and, and i was just telling him i said man we used to catch a lot of flounder at this drain right here and he hooks up and it looked like he got hung on a crab trap i mean it was just when he set the hook <laughs> his rod just stopped it just stopped and um and then I saw that, that little little bitty head shake. You know, they got a, a real that flounder has a real unique head shake. It's like a real fast, you yeah, kind of like a bird. pencil trout does with the weight. Yeah, and I said, man, you got a flounder. I said, it looks like a big one. <laughs> and uh, I pull, I was pulling my phone out of my pouch, my waiters to video him. And I guess, I guess that was the death knell. The jinx the thing. Phone jinx. <laughs> yeah, right when I. He got it up to him about, I don't know, seven or eight feet in front of him. And he's like, oh, my God. And right when I started videoing, he, it, that lure flew out of his mouth. But it was over, well over five pounds, probably over six. It was, it was the yeah. biggest flounder I've seen in a long time. But Big flatty. Sucked he, he lost it. But, uh, but no, we're, uh, I'm moving around a bunch. And, you know, we're, we're doing what we can to, to catch them. But it's, some days are real easy. And, and some days are you got to kind of work at it. But now that it's cooler, uh, like yesterday, they were the fish just did what they were supposed to do yesterday. Nothing, right? You know, it's not rocket science. When you get these fronts come through, water temperature drops that much. These fish tighten up. We talk about it all the time. And I'm sure over the course of the next week or so, when it starts warming up, they'll they'll start loosening up and spreading out a little bit, and and we'll have to work at it a little bit more. You know. And uh, and probably usually when it warms up, you you have to weed through more of the pencils. You don't you know you don't catch the quality that you catch after the fronts. But uh, but uh, those fish yesterday were real healthy. 
they're real they're fat you catch a you catch a 16 incher <laughs> when you first catch it it looks like an 18 incher it's so fat mm-hmm. you know they're they're busting at the seams yeah, and gorging the on all these shads mm-hmm. but uh but i think it'll be good good fall and winter we, we've got a lot of fish here and, and i think matagorda is in pretty good shape too just uh get a few more fronts and they'll tighten up and there'll be some better fish caught. There's already been a couple of pretty good ones caught down there. I know of. So, yeah, I saw a couple, a couple of good ones this week come from Corpus. Joey oh yeah. Oh yeah. I saw that one. And uh, Cliff had a 31. That's a good fish, man. Dirty yeah, 30. I saw that one you sent me. That was a hell of a fish. You sent me and Bob. And Cliff yeah, caught her. Cliff's yeah, customer Cliff caught. Yeah. Him. Yeah. That was awesome. Was that 31 inch? 31. That's yeah, a, that's a true hog. That's a brand. Only thing I've seen around here that's 31 inches. We caught a couple of reds that were that size. Plenty of them, now. buddy. <laughs> They're a dime a dozen. <laughs> yeah. Plus. <laughs> All right, Steve. Well, we're already out of time, brother. Goes back. Well, sorry about the phone problems. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. Hey, it's all good and clear now. Well, I yeah. wish you the well, best, best of fishing today. And catch them up weather's nice man it's a nice morning yeah it is yeah i know right i'm ready all right brother well hey if somebody wants to call you about hooking up and fishing uh galveston or matagorda will you give them some info all right man 409-256-7937 all right my friend well steve have a good day always a pleasure talking to you appreciate you man you too man i appreciate you thanks all right bud later all right that's captain steve hillman in g-town's day and uh unfortunately that's all the time we have for today's show but we'll be back in the morning bright and early at 4 a.m right here at sports radio 610 kilt houston this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.